Welcome to another episode of the Maladjusted Monkeys. I'm Tommy Archer, joined always by my co-host. Men want to be him, and women wish he'd just stop sending him dick pics. It's Mr. Shane Clough. Thank you, Tommy. I've always loved your intros. Oh, well, that's good, mate. That's why I do it. <laughs> For the love of that. <laughs> mate, it has been, I'm going to say, six or seven months since we've done this. Yeah, mate. <laughs> Long overdue. And I haven't seen you in person maybe four or five months as well we yeah pretty yeah. much haven't really kept in contact for a, a little a little bit now yeah we both kind of dropped off the radar for a bit well yeah mate like it's 2019 now 2018 what the fuck was that all about <laughs> that ended horrifically for yeah, both of us yeah i don't know well i do know what what happened <laughs> i think we both got a bit caught up in our own shit for a while there and yeah yeah like Oh, we may as well just dive right into it. Yeah. Uh, like, so like we said, it's been six, seven months since the last podcast. For me, I know why I've been, you know, I haven't really kept in contact with you. I apologize for that. Why I haven't really wanted to do another episode. Um, went through a separation with my wife about four or five months ago. Um, obviously, that took its toll. Hard getting through that. The black dog hit again mm. during that period. Really tried to distract myself with work. Uh, a few things fell through for me on that front as well. Yeah. And just basically hit uh, a burnout phase um, in, in my personal life and in my job. So that's kind of what's kept me. Yeah. Well, even I think it might have even been a month ago, um, getting a message from you or, and then a quick phone call just saying, you know, the, the burnout you were feeling at work and um, a couple of things that had happened. And I didn't. You know, being caught up in my own stuff, I didn't really want to pressure too hard or um, about what was going on with you because obviously there's so much going on there. But um, no, we definitely should have made a bit more of an effort. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry. Uh, I kind of every time you call, I was like, yeah, no, fuck this guy. I'm not answering right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt exactly the same way, and um, well, I suppose for myself, um, just more of the same, really. But uh, yeah, really came ahead with my drinking. Uh, yeah, at the end of this year, which you only just revealed to me in like the last. Yeah, really. well, to everyone, really. Um, but we can get into that. Again we'll later. get into all that. Let's yeah. keep it light for a minute because I haven't seen you in so far. <laughs> I know. I'm been really looking forward to this episode because we haven't talked that much. Um, I'm <laughs> quite interested to see what has been going on with you. And oh, that's nice that you're yeah, genuinely interested. Yeah, mate. Well, um, look, to set the picture, it's oh it's twelve fifteen in the morning. Uh, we're at Shane's house in uh, his pseudo living room mm. that we've turned into a, another recording studio. He's in his pajamas. Well, it's always been a studio to me, mate. It just hasn't been utilised. <laughs> yeah, we, well, now you're an actual artist. <laughs> He's in his one-piece... What is that? That's a onesie, isn't it? Yeah, it's a pajamas. onesie, mate, yeah. I'm in my Hawaiian yeah, shirt. Yeah, this is one of many onesies that I own. I have seen you in a onesie. Yeah. Also in the room, your hockey gear, which I assume is a new hobby. Uh... I don't. Is it still a hobby if you haven't started it yet? Oh no! I mean, there's a massive bag full of shit over there. Yeah, one of the one of the boys at work actually gave me a whole heap of his secondhand stuff, which saved me about four thousand um, dollars. Holy fuck! Yeah, man, it's it's an expensive fucking hobby. So, so that's a sport you've taken on, because you've never been a sporting guy. No, like, and to be honest, mate, I've only ice skated about four times, and not great. So, oh, so you're doing ice hockey? I want to. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get started in it, but yeah, again, like just. All this other shit that's been happening, it's it's a bit like, well, I don't want to get at the couch, let alone fucking organise to join a team and yeah, yeah. Yep. And we know what you're like with you know being social and everything, so it's a little bit hard when you've got to you know be on a team and participate yeah. with people. Yeah, it's sober as well. <laughs> I, I can't imagine alcohol and ice and sharpened uh, blades on your feet go really well together. 
Um, well, it's weird because we're doing we're recording an episode. Normally, we record with a couple of rums and beers, but um, we're both drinking this sans our, alcohol. Yeah, this is what, our third or fourth cup of coffee tonight because we've spent the last two hours <laughs> trying to sort out some technical difficulties. But um, mate, we just had Christmas. What did you do over Chrissy? Uh, went home for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about back to Maribor. Uh, Harvey Bay. Harvey Bay. Yeah, yeah my, all the families ended up going um, down to Harvey Bay and staying at different hotels and whatnot. And yep. uh, what a pain in the ass just having to get around to each different family each day. So it's like three or yep. four different stops. You can't relax. Yeah, it was good to see everyone, but um, yeah, not doing that again. I think I'm just going to go to Fraser Island next year, and yep. anyone else to see me can come. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I can't imagine that list being too long. But um, <laughs> mate, I'll shoot you a text. Yeah, she is. Appreciate yeah. it. All right. Well, fuck. Let's. Uh, what about yourself? Where did oh, you? Yeah. Well, mate, not not too much. Eh? Like stayed in Ipswich, uh, we Ipswich area. Had um, Christmas Christmas Eve with um, Boston and uh, Carly, and then did Christmas Day because Boston's two now. Yeah. So he's starting to understand the concept of Christmas and Santa, and um, yeah, just did the the Christmas Day thing. Yeah, actually, I saw on Facebook you were doing your. Uh annual oh yes die hard is a tradition that's been in my yeah, life since I, I was about six i really like the uh, matching outfits the uh, wife beaters and well that's our yeah it's our family christmas sweaters is um like where the wife beaters because john mcclain does and yeah, i've been watching that like christmas ever since i was about six so i'm trying to introduce that to boston but i'm a responsible parent so i strictly <laughs> don't let him see anything past the first three four minutes <laughs> what just pick him off to bed yeah go right on mate you've seen enough <laughs> Happy ending. Yeah, he goes. Yep, he gets off the plane. That's it. Yeah, he gets off in LA. Oh, what that's a it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nothing else to see. Here. As he gets older, we'll introduce him to it. Yeah, but, um, slowly but surely. Slowly you, but surely. Did you do anything for New Year's? Did you? Um, I can't imagine you would have went out, or you probably were working. Uh, mate, this is the first New Year's Eve that I actually wasn't working in a while. I think so. Yeah. I worked in the morning, but I, I don't New Year's. I don't care. Mate. Yeah, I was in bed by nine thirty. Yeah, like you see a firework once when you're seven, and you're like, oh yeah. And then you see it when you're eight, nine. It's yeah. the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. And, oh my God, I couldn't imagine. Like, I remember going to the city uh, for New uh, Year's yep. previously. And holy shit, I don't know how people still do that. Like, it's a fucking, well, that's a mess. Well, that's always the thing. Like, everyone goes, yeah, let's go out New Year's. And it's never what you think it's going to be. No. It always ends up just... Tears. Yeah, yeah tears, Bob exactly. Tears. Yeah, And no. let's be honest, we can do that at home in the shower, which is what you and me do, okay? So, Huddled around yeah. a bowl of ice cream, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to spend $250 and dress up when I can just do that in the shower. Yeah, okay? true, true. I like it. Well, we may as well talk about what's been going on in the last six, seven months. Where to begin, really? Yeah, well, I reckon let's start with uh, yourself. <sighs> it's probably more interesting than my fucking, my bullshit, but yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I remember you, I remember getting a text from you, I think it would have been a month ago, and we had a brief, um, I had a brief phone call with you, um, and you didn't go into any, any details or anything really, but yeah, essentially I think you were saying you were starting to get a bit of burnout, and I think you had a bit of leave. So what, yeah. Yeah, so what was, what was happening there? Well, like, again, I won't go into too much detail about yeah, everything, everything that's happened, but yeah. um, after the separation, um, then the next thing... I kind of did was go fuck alright I feel like I'm getting really depressed here. I need to distract myself with something else and there was a specialist role um, within the job that was coming up that I've been wanting to um, go for for ages so I just put everything into that every bit of energy yeah. into training for it and get ready and um, in- interviewing for it and um, 
I so I got I got real close. Thought I was getting a position. I was real confident in myself. That's all I focused on. <laughs> and then, uh, yep, in the final hour, yeah, found out didn't get the position, uh, which was just another punch in the dick <laughs> at that time. After I, you know, I tried to refocus on something else. So were there, there was a lot of people going for it, was there? Uh, yeah, there was a there was a whole lot of people that went for it, and then there was only a small um, group of us that got. So you did involved. make it pretty much the whole way, and it was. Yeah, yeah, down I, to the final few camps. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, I, I won't go into too much detail what the role was or what it is exactly. Yeah, fair but, um, yeah, it came down to a small group of us, and then you, you know, you interview and do everything, and then, um, yeah, it wasn't to be at the time. And in my mind, I was like, nah, you, you got to get this because you need something else to do right now. And yeah. it's, it's something I've wanted to, I've wanted to get into that role for years, and I thought timing's perfect. You know, with everything going on in my life, this is like a sign that, yep, this is what I'm meant to do. It's couldn't have been timed perfectly yeah and then nah life just went nah I'm gonna kick you in the dick and you can stay down mate <laughs> uh, so that's what happened uh, and then when that kind of fell through I got a little bit lost for a moment I went oh, shit okay I want I need to distract myself with something else and being uh, police officer I'm you know, basically a first response role uh, found- so you, but you were still filling that with, with work yeah, yeah still filling with work um I don't know what quality the work was, but I was like, <laughs> I've got to, I've got to kind of keep myself busy. Yeah. Um, so is that just to kind of stop yourself from overthinking or? Yeah, because with the other stuff going on with yeah. my personal yeah. life, it was just too painful to think about. Yeah. And, you know, um, hate sitting at home thinking about it. So again, like we do in the army, go fuck right. What's what's the next objective? What's the next thing I can keep busy with? Yeah. So I just um, yeah focused on work, like I said. I'm in a first response role and I kind of like chasing those adrenaline jobs. Yeah. It's kind of what's been bred into us the last 10 years with everything we've done. So I kind of, I think I kept myself distracted by chasing and chasing and chasing that kind of stuff to... Metaphorically and literally. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Until maybe, you know, it just, it got a little bit too much and um, just found myself hitting a wall and crashing mentally, which for me, that's, I've never really felt like that before. Almost like a panic, pretty much like a panic attack uh, at one point. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So was it like anxiety of, of going to work or was it like just you fatigued? Um, probably a bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like not anxious going to work, but like I'd be at work and like I said, there's certain jobs I'd gravitate towards that would, there'd be heightened adrenaline and stuff like that. So I'd be trying to chase that feeling all the time, but I guess there's only so much you mm. can do to your body. Yeah. Um, you know, overloading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where, yeah, one of my shifts, I just, it was just a busy shift and um, I just felt exhausted, like, and mentally drained and just didn't want to finish the shift. So how long ago was this point? Like, um, no, we're talking weeks ago, really. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which I think um, after that, I basically, I think I took just under two weeks off just to clear my head Um you know, spent time with my son. Yeah. Start, you know, kept going to the um, my psychologist that I speak to, and she basically just said, "Yeah, with everything going on in your life, I think you've just you've overloaded your mind's a bucket, and you've just overloaded it yeah. because there's just so much going on. You're trying to juggle a few things, and you're basically pushing your body just a little bit too far at the moment. You just need to calm yourself down, and um, yeah, regroup. Yeah. So that's kind of what I've done the last couple of weeks now. 
So how have you been doing that? Like, have you found things outside of work that you've been able to do or? Uh, yeah, so got back into um, jujitsu and mixed martial arts. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, for me, I'll enjoy that for fitness and you're always learning something. Um, yoga and meditation. That's yeah, right. <laughs> you're looking at me like, yeah, fuck it, right? But um, it's fun. go for you? <laughs> well, well, the first part is the flexibility is the thing I'm worried about. But it's funny because my sister, and she, oh, I love you, Nikita. I love you to death. We're two completely different people. Anyone who knows me, I'm, I'm, I'm a certain type of person. I'm a certain type of bike. My sister is the complete opposite. Very, very spiritual and things like that. When I told her I was taking some time off, um, she told me, you know, my boyfriend, he, um, he runs a, a yoga and meditation studio in West End okay. uh, I actually hadn't met him yet so I was like oh okay and she, she said oh, look I so think the first time you're going to be a boyfriend was going into his studio to be yes. guided in meditation yes his dojo if you will oh, okay. yeah he, um, yeah it basically was so she invited me down there and um, really nice bloke mm-hmm. um, he's exactly if I said to you Shane mm-hmm. I'm going to go speak to or go see a bloke who lives in West End and runs a yoga meditation studio how would you picture that bloke to look? Uh, I'm picturing man bun, uh, probably not wearing shoes, some silky pants, and uh, a very loose fitting uh, shirt with a deep, uh, deep V. Pretty much spot on, mate. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> no man bun, but pretty much spot on. Oh, really? Yeah, no man bun. I yeah, I- and I and I say this from a place with love. Okay, <laughs> he was he's such a nice guy. Oh look, let's be honest, if I could get away with it at work, I'd be <laughs> a man bun as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But um, yeah, mate, I met him and um, basically did, and I think it was an hour and a half all up. And oh, actually, wow. this was a time of that week. I was fucking stressed. Like, I just felt anxious all the time. Like, wake up anxious all day, go to sleep, couldn't sleep, anxious. Um, so when I got there, I was like, oh, "What are we gonna do? To, like, stretch a bit? Like, it's, I don't see what that's really gonna do, but like, preoccupy my mind for like an hour and a half, or whatever." So I think the first hour was all yoga, so a lot of stretching and different poses. I've heard that that's actually like quite um, not painful, but it, it's actually uh, it's strenuous, quite hard. Yeah, I was, strenuous. I was yeah. fucking sweating and really like, certain poses because I'm not very flexible. I was straining. I was like, "Fuck, this is hard." Yeah, you know, like a lot of like bridges, basically. Yeah. Like my core was burnt out. <laughs> and then the last half hour. Um, we went into like the meditation phase, I guess. Where so it's just me, my sister, and him oh, okay, in the studio. Yeah. Does so, he normally run them as a class? Like, yeah, I think he, I think he does classes. Yeah. Um, but you know, I arranged for my sister, so it was just me, him, and her. Um, so it was like a dark, darkened kind of room, and then the last pose, we're basically on our back, got us to close our eyes, and he has a very soothing voice. Uh, might I add, Bob Rossian, or Ooh, yeah, almost Bob Rossian. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so we're laying there and it moves into the meditation phase which I've always been sceptical yep. you know what I mean I'm like I'm not going to pay anyone for me to nap at their house <laughs> you know what I mean that's, to me that's what it is it's, yeah, it's yeah. lots of candles you nap at yeah. your house and um, so we lay down got eyes closed and I think the first part is like he, I could hear him say I'm going to come around with some eye pillows now and if you object some please eye pillows. raise your hand and I was like well, eye pillows that does sound that does sound quite nice <laughs> places them on my eyes I'm like okay that's quite nice and then uh, I think the next part was uh, he said uh, I'm now going to uh, give you a head of massage with some sandalwood and I was like sandalwood uh, alright cool I'm 
Never smelt sandalwood? Uh, with sandalwood? Is this some kind of oil? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, an oil. Okay. It's like yep. an, an essential oil, mind you. <laughs> Mate, I was, just, I was, I swear I was snoring. I was out. And then next thing you know, I'm being woken up and then that's So did you just, you just fell asleep? What the, when you say it like that, mate? <laughs> okay, I think there's more to it. Okay, he was, oh, oh. I think he was giving command, breathing command. We're working yep. on breathing, mate. Yep. And before I knew it, the, that anxious feeling, yeah, didn't feel anymore. Yeah. And yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I was awake. I could hear myself snoring though. And then next thing you know, an hour. Okay, and a half so you still up. felt like you were conscious through it. Yeah, it was yeah. a really weird feeling. But when it was done, mate, that anxious feeling had gone, and I felt so loose and. Like I was in a positive wow. mindset. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's not where I was expecting this story to go. Oh, what do you think? What? I had a good nap and then yeah. <laughs> I felt worse. Pass my money back. <laughs> yeah. People were in the first place. Asking for money, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but mate, no, he was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going back and couldn't recommend him enough. So, wow. Um, yeah, I think you'd, you'd yeah. definitely benefit well, from it. I think you almost talked me into that. That sounds We'll go do it. We'll go do it together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, so, what, the MMA, the Jiu-Jitsu, meditation, breathing exercises at night, been mm-hmm. doing a lot of them. And um, mate, that's the kind of stuff that's been helping me as well. Um, so, the last couple of days, mate, I felt a lot better. Yeah. I'm feeling good. And yeah. you've been back, back at work. Yeah, back at work, time mate. now. Yeah, yeah, back at work, normal duties. Still going to urgent jobs and yeah. Do you feel like you're chasing it as much? Um, I think I'm aware okay. now. Like yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? I'm aware of you know if I do get those feelings because I naturally you know I hear certain jobs come come over the radio that I want to go to like an armed person or yeah something yeah. exciting stolen car. I'm like oh man yeah I've got to get on on that. Mm. I'll still go to them, but I know that yeah you know, I've got to make sure that for eight hours I'm yeah. able to sustain that. Yeah, and then. Go home, turn up to work the well, next that, day and do that's it again. A, that's interesting. Like, how many... So, at your peak there, I suppose, when you're really tra- chasing it hard, how many of those kind of jobs would you could you do on average in a day or and then over the course of a week? Um, oh, mate, it, it varies. Like, yeah, you, you well, obviously it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, will, I suppose then, what's like the highest, like, or the most jobs you've kind of done in a day and in a week then? In a day? Oh, mate, oh, of what, like high stress? Yeah, jobs? yeah. Mate, high stress, like really high stress ones, you, you may, if you're lucky, you'll get like one a shift. Okay. Really. Yeah. But then that's jobs you're getting um, given to you. Yeah. By comms. And, you know, there's other stuff you can do, you know, people that are wanted and things like that that you can go hunting for. Okay. Okay. So well, it's a completely yeah. different conversation. But um, yeah, like. I'm, I'm aware now that um, yeah for eight hours I'm like alright you just got to keep yourself at a decent level and be able to sustain it for eight hours and then do it the next day and however many shifts you got yeah um, but yeah been back my first shift back um, I had a oh first or second shift back I had a, like a pretty hectic job and I remember thinking fuck just my luck I come back <laughs> So all that meditation, <laughs> yeah, I was like, just about, yeah, it was, it was all right. At the end of the day, it was all right. It was just part of the job. So uh, yeah, and I know that, and there the so um, so many other coppers, emergency services guys and girls out there that are feeling the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's just that's that's part and parcel. Yeah, that, that's it, mate. That's your fir- your first responder. That's yeah, that's what it's going to be like. You're going to especially with shift work, man. You're going to have peaks and troughs. Mm. Like with a police officer, you never know what you're going to get. You can be doing, you know, having a coffee with your partner and then next thing you know you're racing off to some urgent job deal with that and then 
the adrenaline drops off and you're back to doing something normal yeah. and the adrenaline spikes again so you're, you're all over the place so I can understand how I kind of got burnt out when you look at everything else that was going on in my life at the time yeah. and just how much pressure I was putting on myself fit, you know, to achieve everything and get yeah. myself better and be okay so yeah yeah and like obviously um like your separation that's still pretty um pretty fresh but i suppose like from from what you've told me about it's it's been pretty amenable like between the pair of you is like it's still going like fairly well like, yeah, yeah yeah well but yeah hey there are yeah it could be much worse you know well the stuff we see in our job with yeah you know, TVs, yeah. yeah 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 as in you know relationships breakups and stuff like yeah it could be worse so all that is is okay um but at the moment it's just yeah the the work burnout was probably the last thing that um yeah i struggle with but like i said i'm on the right track now and doing doing this helps as we know yeah it just took us a long time to get back to it to get back to it yeah Yeah. it's it's quite frustrating how it it doesn't take much i suppose to set you set you off again and and put you back in a one of those lows where yeah you know you struggle to get out of bed leave the house and uh deal with anyone or anyone else's bullshit yeah well it's just one of them things like and we've talked about it in other episodes where the main stuff we were dealing with then was which at the time we thought was our biggest drama yeah about, like yeah. with mental health and depression was <laughs> the identity stuff from the army yeah yeah fuck that's that feels like nothing compared to the stuff i felt i've been through in the last few months like yeah like this because yeah, you definitely like like being married with a kid like yep. you're all of a sudden you're responsible for another human being yeah life, yeah like, yeah exactly as, yeah so on top of dealing with your own shit trying to like make sure your son's getting everything he needs yep and, yep but um yeah this last hit of this last low was yeah worse than anything I've had before yeah so yeah it's been fucked but um <laughs> <laughs> hey what do you do I'm still here mate what's the worst thing <laughs> what's the worst that could happen Shane <laughs> how how is um how if you don't mind, like, how is Boston traveling? Mate, he's, yeah, he's good. With, do you reckon he understands what's going on? Uh, hard to say, man. Um, well, yeah, mate, he's just over two. Yeah, just over two now. Yeah. He's, mate, he's still a happy boy, you know. Yeah. No matter where he is, what house is at, he's, yeah, extremely happy boy. Um, yeah, mate, there's not much else to say really on that. Mm. He's, he's still so young. Yeah. But, uh, no matter what house is at, he's loved and... Yeah. Um, yeah, mate, it's it's good. It's it's going well. It's no, okay. that's sweet. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, but what about your stuff? Because you <laughs> fucking <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, you you called me was it a week ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah, I think so. And was that uh, just before I went on leave? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so um, I guess yeah. So it's it pretty much all come down to to drinking, really, and mm. uh, I guess I started. Uh, um, stretching the truth a little bit in order to uh, uh, start trying to get myself medically upgraded at work again so I could hurry up and start you know getting back to work and not have all these bloody chits and whatnot restricting yeah. me because um, it's, it's been a while since we recorded I remember you brought this up maybe on one of our last episodes you got like medically downgraded yeah yeah can, so, you, can you remember like yeah. when? Uh, yeah that was like fucking April <laughs> April. Yeah, it got downgraded from J1 to J3, so... And so you... Uh, no handling weapons? No, yeah. No handling weapons, no ammunition, no explosives, 
and no driving ADF vehicles. Yep. And you're a soldier and you're meant to do all those things. Well, so. my, the unit that I'm at now is we specifically deal with explosives. So, <laughs> you know, that's our main function. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you've that, been restricted for that whole time. Well, I was initially for a couple of months. Yeah. Um, and again, like stretching that truth a little bit because yep. uh, I was kind of uh, forced, and it was a good thing that I was forced into uh, seeing a psychiatrist. Um, so I convinced him, and I'm not, and I'm for a fa- I know for a fact I'm not a threat to or, or to, to anyone or really myself. Yep. And you know, I'd never do anything that would put anyone else in harm's way. So. Um, you know, he convinced the psych that you know I'm in a pretty good place and that's not going to happen and he agreed so uh, he sent the MO a bit of a letter saying look I think that he's um, fine even despite being on medication he's fighting to engage in those activities and so the MO yeah. uh, I'd have to go back every month and she'd essentially write a chip that would uh, enable me to do all those things that my um, downgrade said I wasn't able to do so I was able to do everything again like yeah I just had yeah. to get a um uh, that chip once a month to allow me to do that um, yeah. and I think uh, I started pushing myself it was very similar to yourself um, stretching myself out a bit and pushing myself a bit too hard uh, at work and um, naturally fell back on my main coping mechanism which is drinking yeah. and uh, which we've always known and yeah I, like since I've known you like that's always been a thing and yeah. anytime you've got too pissed or whatever like if it's not me it's one of the other boys and we kind of mention it to you hey fucking drink a fair bit man yeah. like, I think again we've spoke about it in other episodes where after our deployment the mornings I was coming to work I'd come up to your room yeah. bottle of empty Jamison's there we'd literally have to drag you into the shower yeah. shave you get you ready yeah. and then walk you down to start work yeah, yeah. Not, and it's not good I mean like I, I still look back on that like with and it's weird like with a sense of pride that I was still able to <laughs> do my job and outperform people at PT and still like be hung over as fuck well, like, well I always thought that was impressive yeah but I mean it's not a good way to think about it yeah. and um that was the culture though yeah that we had at the time yeah you know? yeah absolutely and um it all kind of came to a head at a um a Christmas party um that I was at with um with some friends and uh the night before I'd um I'd had a few beers and then uh, after I got home I bought a bowl of Jemisons and I had three quarters of that and then the next day was the Christmas function Yeah. and I didn't want to be hung over for it so as soon as I woke up I started drinking again and um, I finished off the rest of the Jemisons throughout the day and I think we started drinking around two o'clock in the Arvo yeah. and um, yeah probably had about I don't know, front of, I don't know six pack there went out I don't know fucking 25 30 rums and Jesus yeah it was and the good thing was though and I know um, that's not really an over exaggeration <laughs> that's what's fucking scary about yeah it. and then normally I you know get shit faced and would turn into a bit of a dick and whatnot. and yep. uh, but I actually was quite well behaved and everything it was a really good night I had a great time um, and we ended up going to the casino and then I couldn't handle being around people anymore and I was going to meet up with a few other boys um at a different place and I was, was walking over there and I had to cut through this park and um, I don't know why but um, I, I just started fucking crying and I was like what the fuck is going on this is weird as shit and um, just kept walking and then you know, okay this is weird and uh, ended up in this denser part of the garden and I kind of sat down for a minute trying to work out what the fuck was going on because I'd had such a good night I hadn't embarrassed myself or anything like that and 
it just kept getting worse and worse and so I crawled into the garden and <laughs> I was laying in a yeah so I was just in a garden I just I didn't really want to hand, deal with life anymore let's say um, yep. so I ended up uh, calling my partner and um, I think what it come down to was for the months leading up to that uh, I started doing something I'd never done before which was hiding my hiding my drinking from everyone um, because it was getting obviously because you know I was meant to be cutting back because it's you know contributing to my depression and whatnot yep. uh, meant to be cutting back but you know <laughs> overexerting myself using it to cope um, didn't Madison was starting to like see it a lot more so I'd have I'd have beers and then because she wouldn't get home till late I'd only tell her I'd had a few or you know and then once she went to bed I was like oh, I'll come in later and then I'd have more while she wasn't there and I'd you know, I was just lying, hiding the bottles and things yep. like that. Um, yeah, so I think that had a lot to do with the breakdown because it was the first time like I'd been lying. I had to hide my drinking. Yeah. Um, and I, I fessed that up to her, and uh, from there I had to. I kind of had a had a choice, and because um, she hadn't even really told her family either so no one no one knew yeah. what was going on except for her and she uh, <laughs> had to kind of deal with that on her own because she didn't want to you know tell her family what was going on either and um, it, so I said to her look um, you know you're going to have to tell your family I'm going to have to tell mine and I'm going to have to go and tell the psych and the MO which ended up doing and um it's probably the best thing I ever did because now I'm accountable to a lot more people. Yeah, well, I'm, which I'm glad because, yeah, you know, when it was just kind of our small group that would see you pissed and we'd yeah. tell you, we knew it wasn't going to change anything. Mm. So now that everyone at work knows, Madison knows, your family knows, her yeah. family knows, yeah, it's, yeah, I where, can't where are you going to hide it now? Yeah, I can't. Because I know, like, she's contacted me in the past where, like, because, you know, I live out of Ipswich. Yeah. We live way, way north, Brizzy. So, we, you know, rarely do we get to see each other. So, you know, we, we'll contact each other every couple of weeks, maybe through text or yeah. phone call. But most of the time, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing on weekends and stuff. Yeah. And I'll, like, wake up to a text or Madison will text me just saying, hey, have you seen Shane or heard from Shane? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, what's, it, what's he done now? You know, yeah. like, she hasn't heard from you all night. Yeah. You'll go out drinking and then just keep drinking. And she well, that's it. I'd go out to other boys' houses and I'd, because yep. I know she can get home at 7.30, so I'd get on the piss with them and then, yep. you know, take a few beers home with me, hide the cans before she get home. And, yep. like, so long as I was jovial enough and was uh, having fun, so to speak, I don't, like, she could, she's not stupid. She could tell, like, I'd had a few, but... She never knew the extent of it. Um, yeah, I was, and the worst thing was I was getting really good at hiding. Yeah, um, I swear there's a few times where like if I was at home and you'd call me, I can't remember what stage of last year it was, but you'd be waiting to go in to see your psychologist. Yeah, and you'd call me, and I'd swear I'm like, yeah, Shane's fucking drunk while he's talking well, to me. Not drunk, but yeah, I was having beers before going to it. Yeah, beers before going to see your psych, and I never really yeah. say I'm like, oh yeah, yeah what have you been doing before this mate oh nothing you know I'm just finished work I'm just sitting in the car park talking to you you know yeah. having a smoke and I'm like okay you sound pretty happy yeah really chipper <laughs> yeah you know? and that's the hardest thing like with because I've cut right back now I mean um, from I think it was the 18th when I fessed up to everyone uh, I didn't have a drink until the 23rd I went out to my brothers with my partner and, and yeah. one of our mates and I had two beers um, went home 
And then the next day I had four beers once caught up with all my family. Yeah. And then Christmas I had another four beers. And then that's really, that's been it uh, over that since the 18th till now, which yep. yeah, it's been a long time. So <laughs> I think Afghanistan is probably like, that, that's the longest I've ever been sober. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, oh shit, I've forgotten where, sorry. What you well, about? look, I've, you asked me a very similar question. What, have you found other things to distract yourself because as we know being when you're in the army there's that culture you finish work yeah and the first thing everyone wants to do is go have drinks yeah you're hanging out with each other you're yeah. drinking pretty much all the time yeah so, so if you're surrounded by that strategy number one <laughs> what have you got <laughs> fucking leave work as quickly as possible <laughs> yep uh, it has no that hasn't been an issue since like, I've been on holidays now since the 21st so yep uh, yeah it, it's been a bit it's been a bit shit like having to avoid uh, social functions and whatnot. just because yep. I know I've got to keep myself away from those temptations but yep. uh, other than that like um, I've been getting brought into my gardening uh, funnily yep. enough yep. like I've, man, I have spent like three hours just on my lawn picking up picking out weeds like on my hands and feet, yep. yep. like, and it's great because <laughs> it's like Zen, like it's like, almost like meditation. Like, like, you really are dying inside, oh, aren't you? <laughs> no, no, it, it's good. Um, yeah, so I've just been pottering in the garden, um, cutting out a fuck ton of. Uh, you ever heard of yuccas? You know what yuccas are? Yeah, man, I know what yuccas are. They are the most annoying fucking plants in the world, and why anyone would plant twenty of them in a narrow little garden bed that over? I really don't know what yuccas oh, are. So mate, they're these ferns that are spiky as fuck, and they'd grown out like two foot over the garden area. So every time you went to mow it, you had to kind of hold the the side of a fucking mower and like try and push it but it was, it was shit anyway it's not like you need a drink mate oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> no uh, and it's coincidentally like my brother he's he owns his own house now and he's been getting right into his garden so now we've got something more in common like oh, talking about go. planning and then my mum's been seeing this guy now for uh, I think four or five months and he's a horticulturist yeah. so like he's been dropping off bell peppers and um, uh, bird's eye chilies and whatnot. you already know it yeah man it's been good. good like I've, I had to because I've got a uh, Subaru Forester so it's not not really ideal for filling no, maybe, with mulch yeah, which... so I put a few tarps in the back of the car and I literally filled it up to the brim with all this mulch and then drove it into the backyard and unloaded that all into the garden so yeah it's, it's really kept me busy man um and it's been good, like actually being outside as well, instead of yep. you know sitting inside and um, like looking at shit on YouTube or playing video games. You yep. know, it gives you more of an opportunity to, to dwell on shit. Like whereas being outside, you you're seeing something kind of um, come to fruition. Like you, you you're know, creating something. Yeah, yeah, you're creating something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you're out in the sun, mate, as well. Yeah. Rather than being cooped up in you know like yeah, exactly. video games. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, what did I do today? I went down to the uh, the local dump and went through the treasure market. And oh yeah, what'd you, what'd you find? Oh, mate, there's some there's some gems in there actually. Like, there's a lot of steel because I want to make a, a heave beam up in the back, and yep. I just need to get myself a cheap welder now. So yeah, there's a few little projects and whatnot. I didn't end up picking anything up today, but someone had left a pallet in the fucking. Um, Is that the one out of the backyard? Yeah, man? yeah. Because like, I'm, I'm making that into a little flower pot holder. Look and, at you guys. Yeah, mate. Um, but it was just lying in the um, 
in the parking lot off to the side, but I noticed they were selling them this side for however much, so I was like, just had a quick look around, I was looking, so I quickly threw it in the back of my car and took off. Okay, so you're telling a police officer you sold some property, is what you're telling me. Look, mate, it didn't have a for sale sign on it, it wasn't in, so, you know, possession, non-tenth of the law, if watching SVU has told me, taught me anything. Yeah, look, I'm not a, I'm not, yeah, okay, I'll go with that, I'll go with that now. It's not, it's not, it's not my division, so I don't care. <laughs> But, so, this isn't even your jurisdiction, yeah, right? so yeah, fuck exactly. off. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to ask you. Okay, so you've got the gardening thing going. Have, since, uh, I was going to say, since you've come out, but that's not the right terminology. <laughs> <laughs> We're still waiting on that Well, mum's, yeah, mum keeps bringing that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not even sure, mate. Matt isn't even here, mate. <laughs> you haven't seen her. I haven't okay. seen her. Um, no, she left a while ago. <laughs> have, you, have you hung out with your family much? Because I remember... Back in the day, anytime you'd go to Harvey Bay, it'd be like you'd be drinking all the time. I know you yeah. said you, did, you had like four beers and stuff. What's because you, did your brother still drink a fair bit? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, a, like, a, like a fucking fish. Yeah. So, have you hung out with him much since? Uh, all this no, stuff? like, so I only went back for five days. Um, yep. and yeah, like, I, we spent probably four hours that first night with him, and I was just. I'd have a beer, then I had the soda water, and I'd just sit on the soda water for ages, then I had another beer, and then I was just sitting on soda water for us a night. But then um, the rest of the time, we'd end up at my grandmother's place, we had a pool, so I just, yeah. I didn't really want to fucking talk to anyone either, so I stayed in the pool, and I'd just play with my nephews and nieces, and yep. kind of kept away from everyone, so uh, not really, mm-hmm. no, nah, because so, so much, because they're all publicans as well so they run pubs and oh, shit yeah. so right. you know they're all not not big heavy drinkers but you know they all they all enjoy a drink and yeah it's it's the first time I've had to go to one of my family functions and you know not remain really. sober and it yep. fuck me it's boring <laughs> <laughs> and what are you going to do like after leave you go back to the unit and you'll be surrounded by that culture again. Um, well, obviously, everyone at the unit knows. Yeah, that you can't, yeah. You can't um, be drinking. Well, because what they're doing is they're putting me into a um, into a different troop now, where it's basically there's only a couple of us in it, like a warrant officer and a and a corporal, both the OD techs, and they they essentially run the um, training uh, aspect of the of the unit. So they're putting me in there with them. Um, so. I, I'll still be able to learn and, and, you know, learn more about the job and whatnot, but it's, I won't be in a team where, um, potentially going out field constantly and whatnot, obviously, because I've got so many fucking appointments and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's the, what's the uh, process for, like, the rehab part of this now? Well, initially, because it had gotten so bad, I'd actually been talking to another friend, um who actually tried to uh, neck himself. Why do I laugh when I say that? Um, um, you're a horrible person. Yes, that's what... this is true. <laughs> no, um, no it, didn't, it didn't happen, so we can all have a laugh now. That's right. <laughs> no, um, yes, but in all seriousness, um, yeah, so he, he tried and um, he, um, yeah, similar thing. Issues alcohol? With, issues with okay. alcohol. Um, He's in your unit? No, 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 no. Um, but uh, so talk, I caught up with him and he was actually uh, going through the process of going to an inpatient at a hospital for uh, alcohol rehabilitation and yep. uh, from the people that he'd met and talked to had gone through them before he was um, like 
really keen to do it and he uh, was quite positive that he would get a good outcome from it from the people who had gone through before yep. um, so I was you know from when I talked to them they're like okay what are your plans like what's your um, what's your thought process from here and I was like well look I want to try and beat it on my own but you know obviously if I can't do that then I, I, I'm quite open to going to this going to an inpatient um, and going through that process but um, so I'm waiting to go to a specialist who kind of deals with that stuff and he, based on his recommendation see what happens but you know things have been chugging along pretty well uh, it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be yep. it's fucking shit but um, <laughs> fuck me like because Madison hid I knew I had a bullet like there was a bit of Jemison's left in the cupboard I fucking knew it was there and I come home one day and it was gone I was like oh maybe I did drink that like who fucking knows I probably did and she always hides the alcohol in the same place and she doesn't really hide it she just puts it in the top shelf of the cupboard in the laundry so I was going through going to get some tools out and there it was I'm like oh I fucking knew that was in the house and like I saw it and I was on leave but I was like I have no reason to like I was busy doing gardening or something I was yeah. like I want to start drinking that and I was like nah nah just leave it what did you do with it I, I left it yep is it still here no I drank it another <laughs> night <laughs> oh, for I thought that story was going to have an empowering <laughs> ending no, I tipped um, it down the drain <laughs> did I drink it no I, no because it wasn't that much left I think I had I think I had two two there was like enough to have two short glasses left so well I yep. didn't get pissed off of it but yep. um, I thought well shame. look I'm not going to there's a special place in hell for people who waste good whiskey, mate. Yeah, we've so, always, we have always said that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's fuck, it's um, it's a giant pain in the ass, really. And Frank, <laughs> you may, mate. It's a maladjusted monkey's podcast. You say what the fuck you want. Smoking. Oh, have you ever smoked it? Because you've got that fucking vape thing. Yeah. Right? Are you smoking? Because you went outside before. Yeah, I had a smoke. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. So I am still smoking. And I'm vaping. Um, okay. So I initially got the the, the, the douche flute uh, to try and... Is that what they call? Yeah, that's the technical term. Give me a go at this thing. Douche flute. What do you do? Uh, so there's a button on the back here, that one there. Yep. So just hold that in and uh, yep. suck away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, fuck. I smells like the smoke... Do you know what I'm saying, sir? The smoke machine at a blue light disco. <laughs> Oh god, that's disgusting. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have taste buds anymore. So. <laughs> I was like, I'd rather have a smoke. Oh, that's oh, fucking actually, awful, man. I, I was about to tell you, don't just have a little bit because yeah. it takes a little bit to get used to. Um, Let me try that again. That's fucking like embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that tastes like shit, mate. Why do you do that to yourself? Um, god, can you well, smoke? Can you smoke ice or something, mate? Because that's fucking. <laughs> Well, Madison gets the shits if I smoke all the time because I stink of smoke. So I smoke this majority of the time. And then when I'm at work, I normally just smoke cigarettes. Okay. Look, I don't know. I'm a fuckwit. What can I say? Hey, one problem at a time. Exactly, hey? mate. One I problem at a time. Yeah, if I, I can either not smoke and drink. <laughs> nah, that would never happen, actually. Because, <laughs> God, they just go hand in hand. Oh, <laughs> God, but, don't they? Oh. Let's have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad. No, um... <laughs> I've lost my train of thought of that now. Um, yeah, so no, I still smoking. I was originally just to get off the smokes, but the hardest part is normally when I come home, I don't smoke at all, like um, cigarettes, and I hardly do that. But at yep. work, because everyone else smokes, like it's just a social thing as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, that's uh, that's what's been going on with me, and it's been it, it's really frustrating that um, when you do get into those lows, and I know it's like been the same for you, and you just don't, can't even summon the, uh, summon the fucking energy to reply to something as simple yeah. as a fucking text and. Uh, good. You Riles and Curto, if you're uh, listening, um, Riles, you're a you're a saint, mate. Because we apologise. Oh yeah, well, Riles will come around one day, a couple months. But not re- sorry, just for not replying to the group chat. Because oh yeah, we got a group chat with the boys, and like I'm pretty bad with yeah. replying, especially when you, like you said when you hit them lows, you just don't want to be social. It's, it's, it just feels like a lot of energy to be joining in and being jovial, yeah. or, even though I know all they want is just a hey, I'm all good. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah. But um, I remember Riles a couple months ago. Um, he just r- rang me one afternoon. He said, "What are you up to?" I'm like, "Nothing, I'm just at home." He's like, "Cool, I'm popping around." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Pop around with a six pack, and he's like, "Yeah, you got your present as well." And it was like a tactical. It was like a tactical box with a brand new blade in it, torch. Holy shit! Fucking Leatherman. Yeah. He's like, "There well, you go." Fuck got- you, Riles. Where's my fucking <laughs> tactical box? <laughs> I shouldn't have told you that. Take that all back now. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, I think like that. Like, make to make the effort for him like to come out. I was like, okay, that's a big thing. I've got to make yeah. more of an effort. And you and me say that to each other all the time. I've yeah. got to make more of a fucking effort. But yeah, like we said, when you hit those lows, you just don't want to be social. Yeah, but I mean, like sometimes, like, and you don't even because I'm the same. Like, if you know, if one of you boys was having a down down day, like, um, well, like I think I was telling you earlier, like I text one of our old friends. Um, mm. last night and I'm, you know I don't respect a reply because you know fucked if I actually know what's been going on with him because yeah, we, I don't think we haven't knows. spoken in a long time but you know didn't expect it but or, or I'm happy if he doesn't but I just want him to know you know I'm still thinking about you man um, so it's not always that I think sometimes you, you think that like oh, if people are doing things for you you have to reciprocate it yeah. and that's like part of it so if you don't engage at all then you don't have to reciprocate yeah. any interaction um, but yeah, like it's good to know that you know, we. I think we have to keep reminding ourselves that you know if, if the boys are doing that and they just want to, you know, fucking have a quick chat, like they can leave it at that. And, you know, like, they're not going to sit there and no, talk to me, can't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. Well, I want it's just yeah. Yeah. And Riles is good at trying to touch base with everyone. So, yeah, Riles, if you're listening, mate, you're a fucking legend. Thank you. I'll nah. make, more, make more of an effort. But nah. you're dead to Clappy, obviously, because yeah, he didn't yeah. get any tact yet. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you couldn't even come around anyway. We're having beers. You can't fucking drink, you know. Oh, that. this was before that, mate. Yeah, it was so. before that, yeah. Yeah, let's try. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, that's, uh, I think that's a, a good wrap for... Yeah. Our first episode of 2019. A quick catch up. I think a um, promise we're making is we're going to do more of these now. Um, we've we've had our our moments to feel sorry for ourselves <laughs> the last few months, and um, yeah, promise to do more of these catch up, have more yeah. guests on, and really get back into the podcasting yeah. stuff because we enjoy it. And this like I always feel better after. Oh, 100 percent. Like yeah, yeah. just pull our heads out of our asses. I know. <laughs> Well, the problem is I live in Ipswich and you live... Oh, wait, what suburb are we in? North Lakes. Fucking hell, it took me like 40 minutes to get here from work. Yeah, well, that's all it takes to get to work, so... Yeah, fuck that. I feel nice. my pain. Mm, I do. Anyway. Anyway. Well, good to be back, mate. And uh, let's see where the you know rest of the year takes us, hey? Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Maladjusted Monkeys, out.